welcome to Are We Friends, the podcast with Sean and Meg. Hi. <laughs> today, <laughs> today we're talking about fitness because we've been doing it. We've been doing it and doing it for a long time, sort of, not really. Uh, no. <laughs> well, would, would you say that, you know, fitness, fitness is, um, it's a big word. It's not very large in terms of number of letters. <laughs> But it encompasses. But it covers a lot of a lot. different. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you know, we've talked in the past about sports to some mm. degree, and like the activities we did when yeah. we were younger, and that plays a role in fitness. Although so, I feel although, like being an adult, there's not that much that facilitates sports, true. unless you like join a an adult club or something an adult club you know an adult go club, down 18, and join the, 18 plus. the local 18 plus club <laughs> and they'll get you fit fit and fiddle fit as a fiddle but fit as a fiddle so i've been i've been thinking about that a bit or I, that's that's part of my my fitness journey is mm. that when i was younger i did so many sports that i didn't like fitness meant something different to me because it yeah. was just part of my life like i was fit because i was doing things that i enjoyed and now you're right now that we're adults old people it's you don't you don't have the like the opportunities the avenues for fitness through fun uh, they're less abundant and it becomes yeah as i'm sure we'll talk about and you mentioned briefly before we started recording that um sometimes you you feel like your your exercise is like forced you know Mm -hmm. it's like man like i gotta do i have to i have to make myself otherwise i atrophy yes atrophy a scary word (laughs) yeah but oh yes Mm, sorry i don't know if i was even gonna say anything okay cool well then i'll say something all right you do that (laughs) well no i wanted i want to very briefly because I will get sidetracked on this topic, but very briefly, I want to know your your history around fitness. You know, like how did you view fitness as a kid, and how do you view it now? Just summarize everything. <laughs> <laughs> I am very similar to you in that I had a lot of like activities that were, I guess, like tangen- tangential to school that I didn't like I didn't work out um and but in in what am I god why am I tripping over my words um hand in hand with that I Ah. I I was slim and I was fit and I had an athletic build because because I had like activities to do um but again with like adulthood it's very hard for it's very hard for an introvert to want to do physical activity because most of the time it involves other people like you can do yoga in your living room but that's not like that's not what really gets you to you know go back to that slim build or what have you healthy yeah well i don't know if healthy is the right word Mm. because you can be 
not slim and still healthy. See, that's I was trying to be go inclusive there next, well, oh. which is good. Oh, but I was interesting, I was, interesting. And I was going to open up the the conversation of fitness versus health, healthiness, yeah. because yeah. that I think is is an interesting one that people get tripped up on, and that's part of why. fitness as a whole can be i think overwhelming at times Mm -hmm. as individuals we have a lot of societal pressure and a lot of outer voices telling us like what it means to be fit what we should be striving for Mm -hmm. and then you have you know our, our internal dialogue which might be combating against that or going down its own path and then you have doctors telling you what it means to be healthy you know, and oh, doctors yeah. are pretty smart, and so somewhere, somewhere in the middle, I, or not, not even in the middle. I think that you have to find your own personal definition of what fitness is to you, because it doesn't. It's not the yeah. same for each person. Like Adam Andra, one of the greatest rock climbers of all time, you know, his level of fitness that he needs to maintain and strive towards is going. It's completely different than mine, and it will never be the same. And even between professional athletes, it's different. You know, like how they define their fitness for their activity. It's different, you know? Yes. And the same same for yeah. us lowly people. Yeah. Yeah. Us non athletic people. I will say that I feel I feel like sometimes doctors can be invalidating. And this is just probably like from the personal anecdotes I've come across, but I don't think they have a full grasp of who you are as a person and but like give suggestions that may be like oh you know just just exercise more it doesn't it's not like a it's not it doesn't work Mm. for everyone like eh, yeah yeah, i don't know no i your your energy levels might be different tolerance um, there might be like underlying issues like um, thyroid problems or what have you. So. Yeah, definitely. And I that's something I was just talking to my brother and father about with, with just my, my father with regards <laughs> to weight loss and which is closely tied to this idea of fitness mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, when when people are trying to lose weight as part of their own personal fitness journey they you 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 hear often that it's just calories in calories out and to Mm -hmm. some extent that is completely true like that you know if we're just thinking of ourselves as these simple you know simple biological machines where energy has to go in and it either gets stored or used yeah Uh, so but as you were saying like when you actually uh, single someone out as an individual like the the I don't know the various variables of their case change that complete like it's not it's you can't give one prescription of oh just exercise more like that's way too general mm-hmm. and like what does that even mean just exercise more there are lots of things that are exercise and like I want to I want to cut doctors some slack you know because they're Oh Most, yeah, of course. Know. Yeah, and I I know you're not trying to throw them under the bus, but like when no, it no. comes to like these more abstract issues, yeah, they're you know they're general practitioners for a reason. Like they give kind of middle of the road advice. They're not 
there to yeah. give specialists unique you know they're not a personal trainer like physical therapist like that's you know that's yeah. a whole separate and like the thing with underlying issues i feel like sometimes there are some overlapping symptoms that doctors kind of you know pick one that seems more likely but it might be another mm-hmm. thing and adding on like you know certain medicines can fuck that up yeah too yeah so, I, I, uh, uh, human bodies are fucking complicated they're like, super complicated can't imagine being a doctor <laughs> and i think as long as you go in to like it depends you know when, when we're talking about fitness i, I want to i want to okay i'm, I'm going to exclude like mental health from the discussion of fitness oh yeah of course <laughs> um uh so yeah when you're like i think fitness yeah it's tough because because fuck what am i even trying to say <laughs> i don't know forget it forget what whatever i was trying to say we're we're moving on uh <laughs> okay. i want to i want to okay let's get down let's get down um, to unless you want tacks. me to cut and um you can recenter yourself no i love forcing listeners to listen to a full minute of me All trying right. to figure out what to say and then sounds good admitting that i don't know and then so on and so forth but Yay. let's let's jump to talking uh-huh. about our personal fitness um routine as of now and maybe maybe tell me how it's changed you know i know that we're both kind of starting a, something a little new at the moment Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe talk, you know, tell tell me, tell me where you're at, even though you just told me before we were recording, but tell me again <laughs> and tell me how that's different from, you know, before. Yeah, I've started climbing, 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 Mm-mm. clambering, yes. clambering. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Um, I went climbing for the first time in a really long time because I used to do it when I was a kid but I went climbing for the first time a few months ago and did not go again regularly or not I wasn't planning to go regularly until now and I went climbing last Sunday and it was the first time that like something really clicked for me like it just felt good and I liked that I didn't need to have someone do the belaying because I can do top rope, but that's complicated. But I can, you know, more easily just go bouldering. Yeah. Um, and that has been like, I don't, it's very rare as an adult to come across something and have that like kick in your brain being like, this is good. This is gonna, this is the start of something so big in your life and like that that's making it sound so dramatic but i'm genuinely like <laughs> excited yeah to go climbing and i'm gonna scope out the climbing gym tomorrow um that's like eight away eight minutes away from my house with skylar um and in between that like i've just been doing like arm workouts or like core workouts every day since sunday because i just like can't get over the high of physical exercise Mm. yeah nice nice what What have you been up to oh well 
Okay. You want to... <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm, no, Do you no, want no. a follow-up question, I'm gonna, Yeah, Mr. I'm going to follow up, I'm gonna follow I feel up like with a celebrity. you first. <laughs> Good. <laughs> sure. You, you should. Please take a seat on my couch. My assistant will bring us drinks. Cool. Uh, so you're climbing. You're climbing now. Or you got the you got the climbers high. Yeah. Uh, I I as we talked earlier, you know, it's hard to find those fun activities, fun fitness related activities as an adult. Mm-hmm. You, it's harder to get involved in sports and stuff because at least in the U.S. we have a hardcore youth sport culture, so it's really easy to like. You know, I did like four different sports when I was a kid, and it's just like yeah. the norm kind of. But yeah. I, I've always thought that climbing was an awesome and I think it's it's becoming more mainstream, mainstream. as mm-hmm. a it's such a you know. it's so creative to be up there I I will say I'm very much a beginner like I suck at it but there's nothing I haven't felt the joy of I, I haven't been able to feel this much joy of like figuring out something, figuring out where to put my foot or my hand on a climbing wall. I haven't felt that in a while. And so I guess it it just and like you get nice jacked arms from that. So like what's the downside? <laughs> what's the downside? I, I don't think there is. Climbing is great like it's great overall fitness and then yeah, the the mental stimulation of it as well. Are you when you climb are you, or I I know you you just like restarted, but are, do you think you're the kind of climber who is very? I don't remember the terms. Uh, like you want to learn like the route on a particular route, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the technique. Like, are you like, oh, I want to solve this puzzle in like the optimum way? kind of person or are you just like a, I want to solve this my way and I'm just gonna figure it out as I go kind of deal I kind of like going my way but um at some point they offer classes um at the place I'm going to of like techniques and stuff and I think that might be wise so that I don't fuck something up because I'm very prone to fucking up I was mm. caught at the top of a of a wall on Sunday, like really close to the end. And I just started fucking freaking out because I couldn't like remove my hand. Mm. And I stayed up there for what felt like, I want to say like two minutes, just hyperventilating. (laughs) (laughs) Not not laughing at you, (laughs) but just a little bit laughing. I'm laughing at me, (laughs) especially like after... I, I eventually, like, my arms gave out. I eventually had to fall. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think I did, like, a little shriek or something. And it wasn't, it really isn't that bad if you fall correctly. Um, I'm glad that I did. Yeah. But I felt a little sheepish after that. But it would be, I would think that it would be wise for me personally to learn techniques on how to and how to do certain stuff i guess yeah yeah that makes sense i'm very uh i i don't know i i like the solo aspect of climbing a lot because mm-hmm. i'm i don't know i think i'm an individualistic individual wow. and uh 
yeah, I just like to climb. So I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel like the last time I went climbing, um, had some differences in theory <laughs> between myself and my my partner at the time, mm-hmm. uh, my my climbing partner of like how how to just approach climbing in general. And yeah, uh, I don't know. I just like to like I'm not really. I feel like I don't I don't get as much satisfaction from completing a route as I do deciding a way that I want to complete it and then doing it that way if that makes sense like if I, I see. like when I used to climb more when I was in college uh, and I was I was decent I was not great but I was better than a newbie in part because I like I came in with a higher level of fitness I was much leaner I had much more like upper body muscle so it was like mm-hmm. easier to get started um I like my what I enjoyed the most was being like oh maybe I can solve this one by like dinoing at this spot instead mm-hmm. or like we would play the game where we were climbing the same route together and then you uh each time you like pick a hold that you don't get to use anymore kind of deal so to like oh i see to mix things up like that's that's the kind of stuff i enjoy i don't get as much like if someone walks me through how to climb a particular route i don't get nearly as much pleasure out of if i solved it myself in a terrible way (laughs) i guess i don't know but that you know that's that's me it maybe maybe it isn't healthy you know i know (laughs) some people really like appreciate that like collaborative aspect and like getting coached and working off Mm -hmm. each other and stuff and like i kind of like i get that to some degree but just not nearly as much as i feel like some other people do like yeah i mean like i i I understand the solo aspect of it um i do plan on going by myself on like the days when skylar's working from home or something i'm like it's pretty bussable so i am looking forward to just like zoning out maybe listening to some music well i don't know if they i don't know if that's like i think it's healthy to do fine. to have your pods in or i think what you have should you. to be but. most respectable you put one pod in oh uh, yeah so that yeah, you're still that like aware but i've definitely seen people climbing with like full headsets <laughs> yeah cool yeah. Yeah. yeah so you you think that I mean, yeah. Obviously, it seems like you're gonna make climbing a big, a big part of your routine. Uh, do you? How does that play into like what your goal is as far as fitness in general? I want really nice arms. Okay. Because <laughs> I okay. used to have that, and I and I don't anymore. Because I, you know, was an archer. Was a lot of arm training. Um, but I obviously haven't done anything of the sort in many, many years and I'm excited to like, it also just plays into the fact that I like, I'm more embraceful. (laughs) I am. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) I'm more embraceful of the idea that I can, I don't have to look feminine or anything like I I had like a big problem with I guess body dysmorphia Mm. growing up and being an adult just having arms that didn't look 
like how my friend's arms Teeth, looked slim <laughs> yeah um, De- but now like i arms. yeah now i just you know you're more i mean like i i was insecure about it and i asked skylar like are you still attracted to you know this body type because i've been like saving pictures saving videos just seeing what i want to look like and skylar's like hell yeah so <laughs> i'm pumped <laughs> nice that's good i mean definitely yeah. you know yeah, it's 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 it. I know some people don't want to emphasize too much like body image when it comes to fitness. That's because, true. But I I think that there I think it is a part of fitness whether we want to own up to it or not. I'm and a vain person. Oh. You're a vain person. <laughs> yeah, just that's put fine. That out there. I mean, that's 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 what I was going to get at. Is like it's not. You know, if we defined, if you personally defined fitness as a whole as like just how attractive you look, then that would be an issue. But that's not what Mm -hmm. you're saying. It's part of your personal journey is that like you want to have a certain physical appearance and that ties into your fitness. And like there's nothing I like personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's if anything, it's healthy. Like you're finding motivation. And I you know, I've never been like I've gone through many phases where my main motivator is like I want to look good with my shirt off. Yeah, and that's like, and like I like I've I, never worn a bikini, and I should be able to. I yeah. should be comfortable doing so. And I think there's always there's always like this is this is something I find myself struggling with is like I think you should all uh, we should always be working to be comfortable in our current skin. Yeah. But I, also, or go ahead. Yes, uh, well, I was I, just gonna say it's go. Oh, God damn it! And also, <laughs> you know, acknowledging that we might want to like improve or change upon that appearance somehow. Like, there's not. It's not like one way is the only way. I think it needs to be both. Like, I you, we have to be content, and like we need to be happy with ourselves as we are, and mm-hmm. then motivated in a healthy way to improve upon that you know like i i think like you know you you are you know everyone should be allowed to wear wear a bikini i don't care i don't you know (laughs) however they look wear a bikini cool okay Uh, next float season you and me in bikinis i'll rock a bikini (laughs) right now even though like objectively i'm at not not objective but like in terms of my in terms of the standard of like male fitness you know I'm at my my worst, I guess. Like I have, you know, the largest belly I've had. I have the least defined pectoral muscles. You know, my arms are Same. smaller than they have been. Same. Same. <laughs> and, but like, and but like, I can acknowledge that in myself and know that like there is work to be done there, in my opinion. But I'm still, I'm happy. I don't like look at myself in the mirror and feel sad. And I know that there's a lot of people that do, and I think that yeah. is the like it's an unhealthy part of the fitness culture is shaming people for how they look currently and i think it's an unhealthy drive when or like when the main driving factor is i think i look ugly and i need to fix that like that's good but also it's bad a little bit do you get what you get what i'm saying i yeah i think so i I don't. I, I feel like there's a difference between certain methods to achieving the the vanity aspect 
I mean, it, it comes with the physical fitness. And so it's like feel good, but also look good yeah. as, as a byproduct. But what are you sacrificing to look good? You know, because I used to, and we can get into this later if we want, because I'm being very tangential. Um, but I used to like skip breakfast and skip lunch mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. thought that was how I was going to, I legitimately thought that I was eating too much. Um, and that's why I got like this. I mean, that that is how I got like this because the pandemic happened and I was stress eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm trying to build a healthier relationship with food. I don't think I have an eating disorder, but I definitely do the disordered eating. Um, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But yeah, it all all comes down to how much, how much are you (laughs) hurting yourself mentally to achieve something physically? And And I think there's... I need to fix that. Yeah. Well, I think it's, just like our fitness is something we can always improve upon Mm -hmm. uh that aspect like the healthiness of our pursuit of fitness can always be worked tweaked Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a learning process it's not like you can just jump in and know exactly how everything should be done right away Uh, i i do like my only like you shouldn't definitely should be wary of sacrificing like long-term health for short-term visual gains of course that's where like the the fasting or not not even fasting but like yeah eating disorders like can start to form Mm -hmm. um but also don't sacrifice your mental health for physical gains like don't yeah i i don't know i just i want people i want people if if (laughs) you're just unhappy with how you look there's a danger of like shifting goalposts where you're never going to be quite content with how you look and that's how like us is an issue with eating disorders you know like anorexia you you never you always feel fat you always look fat and obviously like a full-blown eating disorder is is a unique like um disease i guess like condition like it's 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 a huge big thing but i think it can happen in smaller degrees where we don't mm-hmm. realize like one thing i see people see see affecting people is you don't realize the progress you're making because you're still unhappy with where you're at mm-hmm. and like i i get that sometimes you know if it's been like like last year i started out that you're taking some progress photos and then i finished mm-hmm. the year and i look relatively the same as my photos not like exactly like i did lose a little weight did redistribute a little of my mass but like overall i'm still roughly the same size and if i just went off that and was like just focus on that as my main metric i would be unhappy mm-hmm. with my progress but i know yeah because i had other metrics of progress that i did make progress i'm way more flexible than i was like my cardio yeah. is in way better shape and like my yeah, core dude, is much stronger i'm like, not wheezing going up the stairs anymore exactly <laughs> and so like as long as we can be aware of those things then yeah. it's okay to have vanity also be a driving force. But like knowing, being able to recognize progress, yeah, you know, is, is it's important. It's the most important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's also important for those of us pushing 30, boohoo. Oh, um, God. Like we, 
there's no way that we can ever it's or at least it's very very difficult for us to ever get back to what we looked like when we were 20 those were the days of you know bodily prime (laughs) i guess (laughs) at least for me um but when you get older just some things change inside you and like i don't know man it's hard (sighs) it is hard but i think that i mean with with just rock climbing you're on a good track and I, i think that that's what a lot of people are missing from their fitness routine is one core activity that they can use as kind of their default mm-hmm. in a way. You know, like for a lot of people, it ends up being running and not a lot of, I don't know. I feel like not a lot of people get a lot of pleasure from running, running <laughs> but, but some so people do. Horrible. <laughs> it, I, yeah, I, I run a decent amount and I don't really like it, but I know people who run way more than me and love it. And yeah. You should talk about your fitness stuff. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about my yeah, fitness you, stuff. You said you were running. Yeah, I, well, I've been, I kind of, I went off running a bit last month um, I because, so this is, this is the interplay between fitness and mental health. I'm on mm-hmm. a new med for my depression slash anxiety, and mm-hmm. it is messing with my sleep to some degree, making me very drowsy throughout the day, and I just haven't had the gumption to get out and run mm-hmm. which is yeah. a bummer because i was making good progress i was running consistently i had i had just started um for a couple months like my goal was to run a sub 20 minute 5k mm-hmm. and i had like a strict like training thing <laughs> that i was <laughs> doing yeah. um and uh and i kind of fell off it but i'm gonna get back into it one thing that i've um that I've started to incorporate into my fitness is a different mentality than I maybe had when I was younger where I'm just, you know, I'll set goals, but not deadlines for the goals. Like Mm. I don't like, I want to be able to run a 20 minute 5k, but I have, I did away with the idea of like, I want to be able to run it by August or something like that. Like I just, Mm -hmm. because as long as it is my target and I'm slowly working towards it, eventually I will hit it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think the additional pressure of being like, you need to hit it by this time does any good. Um, yeah. You know, maybe like in specific cases or for other people, it might be good. But for me, too much pressure, not good. I start to rebel yeah. against myself and <laughs> don't do it. So I, and I, I picked the 20 minute 5k because like I've I've always run. I've done a lot of running in my life. Uh and I used to be much better at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just it felt like something like I I think I've hit a 20 minute 5k like way in the past. Like when I was doing soccer, I was probably like 17 or something. I was much more fit, but I didn't really care because once again, like I had an activity outside of running. It was soccer. So I wasn't like focused on like how well can I run, you know. Yeah. But but I could run. You run pretty well for for soccer purposes. Ran, ran. I did at the time. I ran pretty well. Yeah. Um. So now it's it's just I don't know. It just seems it seems like a goal that is achievable, and incorporates a bit of just like my history with fitness, like the cardiovascular aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a pretty like 
it's not extreme. I'm not a big fan of this is a whole this is a whole different thing. <laughs> but like I, I there's there's athletic fitness and then there's like normal person fitness. And I'm not a big mm. fan of like athlete fitness or like what it's morphed into now because we have to be so like to be an athlete it's just gotten pushed to be more and more extreme like what you have to put your body through to do yeah i uh, and i'm not really a fan of that and i don't think yeah i don't know it's like one i'm not a fan of it because i'm lazy and that requires too much dedication but two i think that you know there's been you know research in this area of like you know if i'm an endurance runner like how does that affect me long term and there's oh you know there's certain downsides to like pursuing athletics to a high degree for a long time like there's that's why besides mental besides mental like there's oh wow like like running is really bad for your joints and so a lot of long Mm -hmm. distance runners they have problems with their knees they have problems with their back they have problems with uh arthritis is coming for you arthritis is coming but they also have i think it's kidney problems they develop a lot uh because of like reoccurring hardcore hydration issues because like when you're running (laughs) a marathon yeah you're you're not going to be drinking enough water so you go through like long bouts of dehydration repeatedly you know oh my god i've never thought about that that's crazy and so there's like and but that's not to say like all right you know i'm not saying that being a distance runner is unhealthy but going to extremes and things can be unhealthy and can have detrimental effects yeah it always is yeah, I always can, and I'm I'm not I'm nowhere close to being at that level, so it's not really mm-hmm. a concern for me. But mm-hmm. it does factor into like how I view fitness personally. Like I'm much more um, in love with the idea of well-rounded fitness, of being yeah. able to do kind of anything I want. Like I want to be reasonably good at running and have good coordination because then I I can go play soccer I can go on hikes Mm -hmm. you know I can do things of that nature but I want to be you know decent at swimming Uh, I think it's a nice well like whole body experience I miss swimming too it's been a long time I want to be able to go rock climbing I don't know about like public pools I'm fine with I don't care public pools are fine public pools are fine Uh, but yeah so that's like as I'm moving into older age, you know, they mm-hmm. talk like a lot of people give the advice of, you know, I wish I had known how important it was to get a good fitness routine in, in like my late yeah. 20s and 30s. Because this is like we're setting the tone kind of for the rest of our life, because especially yeah. traditionally, you know, this is the point where you're moving into long term careers, when you're settling into a house, when you're starting families for some people. So you're going to get <laughs> in like um much more structured world so if you're going to include fitness like it's very easy to slip up on your fitness when you have all yeah. these other things going on that are taking priority like i'm just thinking about going back to work full time i have mm-hmm. no idea how people manage their fitness while working full time it's insane it's insanity there's like <laughs> there's just not enough time in the day to do all the things you have to do but and also rest. Rest is very rest. important to fitness. Huge. Oh, that's that's another thing. I've been falling asleep like before eleven and waking up before eight. So Hot damn! That's and you're, been and you're a big feeling, plus of my fitness. Feeling well rested. Feeling yeah, feeling pretty good. 
I don't want to. I don't randomly think about ending it all. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> I meant more like, do you feel drowsy sometimes? But you know, then <laughs> that too. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. I don't. I don't know why I do that. I. I don't know why I just bring that up in casual conversation I, I do it too often and i'm sorry <laughs> oh, i shouldn't laugh i am sorry Should. <laughs> <laughs> um it's all but good. yeah no I, I don't i don't feel drowsy in fact i feel very rejuvenated and excited to start the day because i get to work out like legitimately that's what what's going through my head when i wake up like wow i'm awake sometimes i'll still be a little grumpy but i'll be like can't wait until i hit the routine later today um which is crazy i haven't had that happen before and i'm scared that it's like a bit of a like manic situation going on because this sounds familiar but feels different okay but i don't know if it feels different because i'm being fueled by that you know manic energy hmm Maybe I, you know, there's there's a lot unmedicated. of people. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of people who have, um, like an obsessive personality when it comes to like starting a new thing, a new endeavor. Like yeah, Charlie gets very caught up in a new thing, and like it becomes her main focus, and that's totally possible. But that's not necessarily like a bad thing or like something to worry about it just means that at some point that passionate drive might die down a little bit which isn't bad and like what you're doing right now is you're establishing that routine and that consistency so then if there are days when you wake up and you're not incredibly jazzed to go work out it's still like such a normal part of your day that you still have the motivation to go and do it you know like my and then because I don't know, just like anything, the drive to be fit comes in you know, ebbs and flows kind of deal. Like, yeah. Some days I wake up and I'm like, fuck yeah, I can do an hour and a half run. I can bang that sucker out. And then other days it's like, man, I'm going to make the bare minimum today. I might make it 30 minutes and then I'm going home. And I think that's just mm-hmm. part. I mean, some people probably they maintain that manic energy and are just like i fucking love running or whatever <laughs> their sport is yeah and they just do it do it do it and i know some of those people and that's awesome but that's not it's not how i work and mm-hmm. i'm assuming it's not how most people work based on the people i know and the things i've heard and seen you know it's but yeah. i don't know that like leads into my my main my uh, no it doesn't it doesn't really lead into it i don't know but like consistency <laughs> just being consistent in fitness is the key cuz well, like you're trying to be healthy and like the enemy of health is like stagnation our, uh, stagnation exactly and that's the it's a huge problem in Nay. our club club <laughs> <laughs> this is the stagnation Oh God! Oh God! I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ah, shit! You got me all. I'm thinking of horses oh, fuck. now. I'm so no, no, sorry. you're good. You're good. Um, when you're yeah, okay. So when you're focusing, when when you're 
trying to be more fit, the most important thing is consistency and to keep doing something. And I think that's, I, I watched some video uh, where, you know, there it's, it's a YouTube channel I like called Strength Side. They do mm-hmm. um, like movement culture kind of things where it's all about like fluidity and like full body flexibility and muscle engagement. They do a lot of like, you know, crawling and body weight things. I don't know. Uh, and I think it's cool. It's a whole, like, the idea being that, like, using, utilizing each muscle and flexing out, like, each joint through its whole range of motion in, like, this whole body way is going to be healthier long-term and build, like, a nice balanced body, Mm -hmm. Um, which may or may not be true. I don't know. But but it's cool, and they do cool things. Uh, But in their video, he was talking about, like, what are the, like, my three biggest tips for being healthier, uh, mm-hmm. and the one that I thought was most important and that I try to incorporate into my workout is to, and it's, it's stupid, it's stupid advice, but, uh, it's just to be more it's not. active. It's like, like fitness doesn't need to be, I set aside 30 minutes to lift weights here. Fitness, especially in this day and age, but just in general, fitness is like walking to the store or mm-hmm. choosing to do some light stretching in the morning or That's like stupid pace well it's it's stupid i think it's stupid to be like oh you want to be fit we'll be more active like that and that <laughs> that sounds dumb. Oh, yeah sure. but when you like actually apply it to your day it's like it's little thing we hear this all the time like oh get up and stretch at your desk but that's like that's real that is hugely important like and i, I think we we focus too much on like defining our fitness routine and like I'm going to spend 30 minutes lifting and 20 minutes stretching and then I'm going to jog yeah. for 20 minutes and that's my routine and I have to go to the gym and I have my earbud and we have like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But what are we doing outside of that is going to be more important when it comes to like uh, longevity of fitness. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you re- got to reset and prime your muscles too before doing any sort of workout. I feel like that can be... You know, stretching at your desk, that's a that can prime your muscles yeah, to go to the gym later to in the day. Get just get in it and like I think it yeah, it it in term like priming it like it reduces that barrier like that like ah, oh, do I like do I really have the energy to go to the gym? Well if you spent the first part of your day like doing a little stretching, maybe like crawling around, which is something I've started doing. <laughs> Like, just fucking getting down on the ground and crawling. You guys should try it out. Like, pick your knees up off the ground and bear crawl. Focus on your back. It's it's awesome. But, Wait, uh, you're doing this? I'm doing this. And it's... it's oh well, okay, because... So, I'm not laughing at you, but I... No, it's I, fine. I mean, I it's guess I to laugh am at a little bit. Like, I used to laugh <laughs> at know, it a lot more. Uh, but I, it's, a, it's, an, it's an interesting way to incorporate more movement into your day because i can walk down the hallway to my room or i can crawl down the hallway and it's just it's using more (laughs) muscles in my body it's giving me an opportunity to like focus on my core and aligning my spine it's like it has actual benefits and it looks goofy but it's also it's a little fun it's a little different and it's imagining the visuals (laughs) yeah i just and I, I like it. And I, you know, I think that that, like, I don't know, when I, when I try to give people fitness advice, I'm not like, I usually don't t- tell them to crawl because people are like, that's weird. But 
trying to just do a little bit more and like think about your body more like yeah just become more aware like once you start to become be aware more centered be more centered meditate be more in tune can be like meditation can definitely be part of a fitness routine or should be not just a mental health routine but like my brain I, is too noisy for that it's yeah and i think there's like different levels of meditation one thing that i like doing is and this is i went i went to physical therapy for my neck so we're talking about pre-existing conditions here mm-hmm. i've had neck pain for a lot of my life just Ooh. not entirely sure why just kind of do um and i eventually i finally went to physical therapy for like a couple of years ago and it, uh, we were you know addressing imbalances in my my muscles and stuff and it actually it helped a lot um mm-hmm. But one of the things that we spent a lot of time on was just awareness of my body and like spending time doing exercises that weren't necessarily like working muscles as much as they were helping me understand my body and like align my spine and like feel like there's this hip tilt thing that we would do. Mm-hmm. And it was all about finding that one spot where you're like, okay, now my spine is fully aligned and I can like hold that there and like things things of that nature is like something that i've been trying to incorporate more into my fitness because i feel like the more i just think about my body the better i am at taking care of it oh yeah and so that's uh that's good something i'm trying to do but my actual i'm gonna just i'm gonna tell you my actual routine now my cur i i just wrote it out on a calendar yesterday for the month this is what i do i run three days a week two uh are 45 to an hour uh easy runs try to mm, half or most of it on trails if i can 45 to an hour yeah that's crazy (laughs) it's yeah but i'm doing like an easy pace it's a very like natural jog pace for me and i i think good for you i i'm that that sounded so sarcastic but genuinely (laughs) good for you it's just like hearing anyone jog slash run for over 15 minutes is just like painful to me no i i get that like when i maybe it's just not my thing i try to force it it's just not happening that's fine you got short legs (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) no but like i because running was such a big thing for me in the past i was like i can make this part of my routine but when i started at the start of last year i couldn't do like a 30 minute jog i was stopping multiple times and and that was like a a wake-up call to me of how out of shape i'd gotten uh and now i'm I'm doing much better and i can do those so i do that that's good two, two runs for this is my new routine it's like i was running more before and this is my like slim down a little bit so that's two days of that and then one day of sprints where i do like 10 sets of i don't remember the number 300 meter sprints or something with some like rest periods mm-hmm. um so do that so that's three days of cardio and then i do two days of uh strength training but it's pretty um the my my goals with my strength training right now like my main my main fitness goal right now is to lose a little weight that's my main mm-hmm. goal um but to do it in a healthy manner in a sustainable yes. manner um so 
that you know that's where the running comes in and then my strength training is not necessarily about you know building large muscles it's about creating that healthier body that I'm becoming more aware of you know focusing on my core focusing on my joints so I do a lot yep. of like body weight things and then more like targeted movements I've started doing my physical therapy for my elbow again that I hurt when I was playing baseball way back in the day right. um yep. So I've started incorporating that. And then my other main goal, like I just want to work on my flexibility. I've always been very stiff mm-hmm. and I really enjoy doing a mixture of body weight and flexing, like to go from like doing a plank to downward facing dog, like kind of just like doing a little bit of yoga with a little oh, yeah. bit of body weight. I just, yeah, I find yeah. that to be like a very like relaxed session of fitness for me it's not like my heart rate doesn't get that crazy mm-hmm. which is why i need to like compensate with the running but it, like i don't know i'm just just trying to get a stronger bod dude yeah. uh and then 32 30 minute sessions of like hardcore stretching each week is the new thing for this month nice um so i need to get back see. into stretching myself Stretching is great. And don't... There's a lot of... Um, uh, old wives' tales around stretching. A lot of... Hey. Like, benefits attributed to stretching that aren't necessarily true. Uh, um, like, a lot of people... Watch out for those traps. Watch out. I mean, they're not... It's not, This isn't, like, important things to know. Because it's not like... Stretching will never hurt you. It's always going to mm-hmm. be good for you. I mean, okay. Stretching could hurt you <laughs> if you push yourself too far. But... <laughs> Doing some stretching is almost always going to be a good thing. But there are certain things like people attribute a little too much to stretching. Like injury prevention is a big thing that people talk about where like is you have to stretch before you run to reduce the chance of injury. And that is not it's not that it's not true, but it's misleading because stretching right before your run isn't going to reduce your chances of injury before that run. Or for that run. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like long term stretching. Like being more flexible. Having stronger joints. That reduces limber. your injury. Being limber. But limbering up just before your run. Isn't. Like hasn't been shown to actually make. Much of a difference. I uh, see. That's uh, interesting. But that's. That isn't just. You know. But there, there's also. Like if working. <laughs> if stretching. Before your workout is like the best time for you to stretch, then do it. And there's no downside to that. It's still good. But I just, I hate when I hear people parroting that like, oh, well, you don't want to get injured. So make sure you, you don't stretch get now. And it's like, that's not, that's not how that works. You know? I see. But it also it kind of like, now I'm giving kind of bullshit advice because it kind of depends <laughs> a little bit on like, like stretching can be a good way to warm up and limber up this isn't an mm, advice podcast. it's not an advice podcast so figure just, it out on your own <laughs> figure it out dudes <laughs> so i'm gonna be able to do the splits that's one of my goals i'm gonna do the splits i'm gonna run a 20 minute right. 5k and i'm never gonna have neck pain again those are my wow. things and you that's know what amazing. happened two days ago you got neck pain i woke up with extreme neck pain like oh, i couldn't move my head I had to, oh, that sucks. And I still, I feel it still now. It took, this is, wait, one, two, this is the third day, third day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had, I don't, I, I don't know what happened. I don't think I did anything the day before. I must have just slept on it funny. 
but it's I just, sleep on things funny all the time. Yeah, dude. But it's just a reminder to me that like I need to strengthen my body. <laughs> and like because hey, this kind of thing is gonna happen more and more as I get old and more fragile <laughs> and I need to counteract that and now's the time. Now's now the time. is the time. So also part of my routine is my diet. Okay. Hmm. I've been looking at my diet. I've been thinking about my diet because one of my main goals is to lose a little weight. I've put yeah. on a few pounds, and I'm not yeah. like this is You're not overweight. I'm, 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 I think I'm right on the cusp of being a little overweight. Uh, I think same. That's you know, it's I'm not I'm not worried about it myself. I don't. It's not a big deal to me. What is a big deal <laughs> is that I'm going to slowly. Um, size out of all my clothes and have to buy new clothes and i don't want that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i want to i desperately like when i was really hitting the gym consistently and like focusing on muscle growth i was doing uh these larger compound movements i was like focusing really hard on progressive overload and like really building muscle i felt good like just i felt stronger i felt more fit and i liked it and i want to get back to doing that but part of that is I'm going to be bulking up on muscles mm-hmm. and that means I'm going to bulk up on fat a little bit too because you can't like because that's how it works <laughs> you put on a little fat yeah. if like you're eating extra calories to build muscles it's probably going to happen and I just I feel like I don't have the room to spare <laughs> right now to do mm-hmm. that so I'm slimming down first even though that's counter to how most most people bulk and then yeah. slim I'm going to yeah. slim and then bulk and then slim again because oh boy <laughs> if I and not it's not going to be rapid like doing those kind of changes really quickly is unhealthy yeah. and not sustainable but it's going to be very slow for me like I'm building my cardio I'm building my flexibility right now and I'm losing weight as I do it and then I will go through probably a six eight month or maybe even a year long period of focusing mostly on muscles but like right now, if I put on twenty pounds of muscles, I'd be like two hundred and thirty pounds. I'd be huge. God damn. And I don't want that. Uh, yeah. And so I'm gonna slim down. I wanna. Part of me just wants to like be skinny again, just to, <laughs> to feel it. Like I haven't been sub one ninety in many years, and it would be kind of cool to like get down to one eighty or something and be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah this is i i also hit my highest weight which was a i want to say like 30 pound deviation from when i from when the pandemic started which is insane to me but i like legitimately don't think i can ever get back down there again uh especially if i'm trying to you know get some swole ass arms yeah um you know like but that that's okay (laughs) Yeah, like weight. The weight. number on the scale shouldn't be the thing that matters. Exactly. Cause, yeah, and you're because you're going. You have a different objective. Like yeah. I think you could get. I don't know. Most you could probably get as skinny as you wanted if that was your main goal. But but that it's requires not, so much less eating. And I can't yeah, do that. <laughs> it's a totally different level of just like getting bigger arms is going to be a commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, losing weight is like commitment and a huge commitment and i'm lucky that my i don't need to commit that much i'm like i'm not struggling with 
you know, a hundred extra pounds I need to get rid of. Yeah. You know, I'm, it's much, much smaller. And in some ways that makes it not harder, but weirder. I don't know. Eh. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I lost 10 pounds last year, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, congrats. Uh, well, thank you. Um, and that was mostly from running. I wasn't doing much different to my diet. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I, because I, I swore off purchasing meat mm-hmm. at the start of this year. And I know people yeah. have been calling me a freegan, which is apparently I'm just too cheap to buy meat, but I'll eat it if someone else buys it. And that's not entirely true, but it's a little bit true. <laughs> but it's more, I don't want to support factory farming. So I will not, not only yeah. will I not buy meat, but I'm not going to encourage other people to buy meat. If I go to your house, Meg, and we decide to order pizza, I'm going to encourage not purchasing pepperoni pizza. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, sick, now they can they can fork out the bill for my meat. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I've... So I did that, I and... I know what you're saying. I've been thinking a lot about, like, the amount of protein that I intake, mm-hmm. um, and, like, how that's changed, um, and I'm, I've decided I want to move more into full vegan. I'm going to start cutting out you know, the dairy products, which is mostly all that I eat now. Not all that I eat, but mostly all that I eat that's an animal product now. It's like cheese. Yeah. Um, and I don't think... I think it'll be, like, a little hard, uh, but it's not that hard. Like, I've already... It's been, like, a month of just not buying it, and that's easy. But then mm-hmm. maybe Charlie buys some, or, like, we make a meal that oh. has it or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to... It's either that or the cheese goes to waste. So I don't know. But yeah, I feel like that in some ways, it was a quick way to like cheat to cut, you know, a couple hundred calories out of my diet. <laughs> Just be like, yeah, I'm not going to eat animal <laughs> products. Like it's fucking yeah. like I was because I've been looking into it because I'm like, OK, at one po- at some point I want to bulk. And for me, that means I'm going to be eating at like roughly 200 grams of protein probably around 3000 calories a day yeah and to do that while vegan is insane it's hard yeah i like i've crunched the numbers i've looked at meals and stuff and just the amount is like (laughs) crazy (laughs) and i've like looked at other or not other i've looked into like vegan athletes and vegan bodybuilders because there are Mm some um and yeah they just eat a shit ton of food and i don't have enough money to do that so i mean we'll see but right now that works out it works out because i don't i'm not bulking so i need a little bit i did buy like a little protein powder uh pea protein right right um do you notice any have you noticed any significant changes since you started cutting out meat and no. dairy and stuff? No. no. I think all the people that are like, oh my god, I feel so much better now. It's crazy. I think that's bull. I think it's all in their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's okay. If if you feel <laughs> that way, that's good. And I'm glad. Is it because you stopped eating beef? I don't think so. Maybe other things changed in your diet. Like maybe you were eating too much beef like too much processed food but i was already eating a pretty balanced diet Mm -hmm. and so then just like not eating chicken which was the main animal protein that i was eating 
Like, what's it really going to do to my body? If anything, I feel like I felt weaker because I'm probably not getting enough protein. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hence, hence buying the powder. And now I drink smoothies. Right. Yeah. 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 What about, are you getting, are you, I don't, I don't know anything about people like you, <laughs> <laughs> how much protein dirty. you should eat. Do you, do you look into that at all? D- dirty? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like you, it sounded like you gave me a dirty look. Oh, I did a little, I squinted like a little me. bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you look into like macronutrients um, or like anything like that? I I did. I did it once and I kind of like I wasn't like really paying attention. So it's kind of out of my head for now. And I'm just focusing on because I feel like if I get too nitty gritty with that, I'm going to go back into some sort of disordered mm-hmm. eating. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want that to affect my consumption of food because I would rather, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I I just, I I definitely feel better when I'm not tracking that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I am trying to be more healthy in the things that I cook at home, like I'm looking up um, actual recipes that are more nutritiously valuable nice i guess (laughs) um incorporating more veg um and i'm i'm difficult with veg because a lot of it is like stupid texture stuff and i know it's not hot to be picky um (laughs) so i blend my food (laughs) and if i gotta eat like a baby i gotta eat like a baby you know but like you you blend whatever the fuck you want and make it a pasta sauce bam that's yeah that's good enough yeah um that's a pro tip right there yeah but um eventually i'll get back into being more serious about macros and protein intake Mm. and stuff like that but right now i'm just trying to listen to my body when it says Mm -hmm. i'm hungry and not ignore that for the sake of like slimming down or anything nice um yeah because cause I, I think with um, counting macros, I'm always like, okay, this, this is what I've calculated for what I am now, but I should tweak the numbers so that it thinks I'm a smaller person and gives me less food to eat, mm. um, which is dangerous <laughs> yeah, and definitely. could be very detrimental to my health. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I don't know. Not not the time yet, but I'll eventually get there. Is is the answer? Yeah. and I don't I don't think that nutrition. Okay, hold on. Stick stick with me here. I I don't think it's as big of a deal when it comes to general fitness as popular culture will try to make it out to be, because but there's caveats to that. A standard mm-hmm. American diet is not healthy. But no, if you are like I, I, there's just there's just like there's different levels of commitment to fitness. There's different levels of commitment or co- different levels of commitment to exercise. Let's say like 
muscular strength as Mm -hmm. an option. You know, I can lift some dumbbells at home willy nilly like every, you know, you know, it's been three days. I'm like, oh, I should probably lift a few and do a couple exercises versus someone who's very regimented, very careful, like doing supersets, doing like targeting each individual muscle like craziness, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing, like you don't need to be to that extreme to be healthy. Just lifting weights occasionally is healthy that's good you like that is good for your body and you are doing good you don't need to be a gym rat to be healthy thanks dad (laughs) yeah (laughs) god i wish it was pedro pascal telling us this right now but uh same thing goes for nutrition where you have like countless countless corporations money grubbing corporations playing on your shame and fears trying to sell you like the perfect diet or the perfect meal plan or the perfect like nutrient supplement and you have all these youtubers making videos of like this is what i eat this is what you should eat this is how to track macros and all that and like for most people for the majority of people it just doesn't matter that much like if you're eating you know not too much like you're if you're eating a well-balanced diet so you got healthy whole grains you got nice veggies you got nice lean meat And not too much processed food. And not so much processed food. And you're eating, you know, enough, like, at regular intervals, enough that you're not, like, bursting at the seams, but you're like, okay, I'm full now, and then you're able to call it quits, Mm -hmm. then you're going to be fine with your, like, like, with your rock climbing and whatnot. Like, you're going to, if you're following that very simple, you know, diet with quotations, uh then you're going to be fine. It doesn't matter. You don't need to be tracking day-to-day macros because you're going to mm-hmm. you're going to be you're eating what your body needs. It's coming from balanced sources. It's going to be fine. And that goes for like the majority like myself right now. It's on, like the only reason I bothered to look at macros is cuz I had the specific goal of wanting to lose weight and wanting to do that consistently. And if you're trying to eat in a calorie deficit, you need to know how many calories you consume on average. And so that's the only reason that I looked. But the way that I diet is not like I don't make a whole meal plan. I'm not tracking macros all the time. What I did, I did like one to two weeks of tracking macros for my normal diet. And I looked at where I was getting that nutrients from. Like, Mm. was it balanced enough? Or was I getting enough veggies? I wasn't. And (laughs) was I eating Mm. too many processed foods? Yes. Uh, and then once I like got that in my head, like now, you know, I know that an egg has, you know, roughly seven grams of protein and is roughly 70 calories per egg. Like, you know, I like, I know egg, I know potato, I know pot, like I know these rough numbers for everything. So it's not like I'm going out and mathing out every meal I eat. I just Mm. know roughly like, oh, if I have one potato, one chicken breast and a whole cup of broccoli like that's a good meal it's balanced i'm getting good nutrients from it and i don't need to worry you know and like i think that is like i don't know the that uh, even even that i think is more not not more i think that's like if you're taking your fitness seriously maybe that's that's a good healthy level of like you're just you're aware same like if we're average joes like that's that's good enough yeah and and we are yeah, we're average average shows. And then, like, just knowing, like, if your fitness goals change, then you might need to address 
your food intake. Like if you're mm-hmm. like, I want to build big muscle. Or then, if you're suddenly an athlete. Or if you're suddenly an athlete, like that's when things start to matter. Or yeah. if you have various health problems, <laughs> various nutrient deficiencies, uh, you know, like then diet's very important. But for the general person, just like how I think that being aware of your body and it's like an important part of fitness. Being aware of what you eat is an important part of fitness. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend to anyone, if you're curious, just spend one week tracking macros. It's very eye-opening. I realized when I was when I tracked that I was actually eating consistently less calories than I needed to. Um, or not. No, no, oh. that's not true. If oh. I took out the empty calories I was eating way less than I needed to but I was filling up too much on empty calories so I was I was lacking I see like good nutrients and then I would eat a cup of ice cream and that's you know 300 400 calories Mm -hmm. you know but then once you take that out it's like okay now I'm now I've got 400 calories of space like I was eating the right amount of calories but in the wrong way and so once I learned that I was able to adjust And it's yeah. not like I didn't know. Like, I know. I knew. Like, maybe I shouldn't be eating <laughs> as much ice cream as I do. But, yeah, you know, I reading mean, sometimes it, you got a snack, man. Sometimes you got a snack. And I'm I'm all for snacking. eating good, snacking. Like, eating, eating what makes you feel good to some extent. Mm-hmm. But just balancing it. Like, I don't eat. Like, I will still eat yeah. ice cream occasionally. But I don't eat it every night. I cut out and soda completely. I don't eat a pint full. I don't, I generally like don't buy candy anymore because I know I have zero self-control yeah. and I will just eat it. Yeah. So I just. I'm also trying to hold yeah. back on the snacks. Yeah. And like that's but... a very easy way to like free up some wiggle room in your diet is just cut out all the empty things and then you can build back from there. Mm-hmm. Uh... It's difficult with alcohol though. Think that's yes. the thing I struggle with the most. I think I, I don't know. I I thought you were kind of like oh alcohol like makes me feel super shitty, so I don't do that much anymore. Or was that weed? Oh, uh, both. Remember? <laughs> oh, I mean, um, good. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I still hold on to alcohol as a social lubricant. So fuck me, I guess I'm fucked for no. this weekend. <laughs> well, well, yeah, probably, but uh, <laughs> it's. Alcohol is definitely something that I think we overlook as a culture because big mm. alcohol wants us to not think about it. Uh, but there's a shit ton of calories in alcohol. Like ethanol yeah. <laughs> is second to fats for having the most protein uh, per gram. Uh, I don't no. remember the exact amount, but yeah. So like, what is it? Like roughly one standard unit of alcohol, which I don't remember how they define that. Is it just a gram of ethanol? That'd be weird. Milliliter of straight ethanol? I don't know. I, I don't know no what clue. the unit is, but it's like, I don't know, let's just say 100 calories, roughly. Um, mm. And that's pure alcohol. Then you put it in a beer, you got like 170 calories. You know, cocktails, like they don't even tell you. Yeah. Like you go out and you have three cocktails, they don't even tell you what they put in. It's so loaded with sugars. <laughs> it's just a shit ton of sugar and then the alcohol itself. So like three cocktails could be setting you back like a thousand calories. Like it's crazy and yeah uh so i've been i've been definitely (laughs) aware of that but once again you know 
I'm not going to tell people not to drink because I, I still drink on occasion, even though I wake up feeling really shitty now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just be careful about how much and know, like, if you have objectives for your fitness, factor in alcohol into that if you're the kind yes. of person that drinks. Yes. It's like having one beer a night adds up. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Thankfully, so. I'm not a beer person, but I don't think that says, I don't think that says much. Unfortunately, no. That was, it was actually a shocker to me. It wasn't until last year that I realized how, I just never looked at the actual calorie of ethanol <laughs> or just like pure alcohol, you know, like. Yeah. I just didn't think. I was always like, oh, I'll just take shots of vodka. And that's like, <laughs> that's like nothing. That's it's just one slimming. little drink. But it's those, they, they got a shit ton of calories in them. It's crazy. Uh, if. Mm. Mm. Meg is getting a little too unethical. Okay. Go for it. But if you drink enough, you could trigger. Mm, don't vomit. do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't go down that road. I, I did say I was unethical about it. Yeah. Yeah. You did clarify. <coughs> so I'm not sorry. <coughs> oh god. Are you okay? <sighs> oh, did you want tickle. me to mute that? Just a tickle in my throat. No, it's okay. You guys gotta know that um coffee Sean suffers. I suffer. No, that was that was an out of the blue cough. I don't I don't usually cough. If you got it, a bad cough, it happens. go get it checked out, fellas. That's my advice for the day. All right. Well, I think we've talked about fitness today. Think so? Listen to your body. <laughs> <laughs> listen to your body. If it hurts, ease, listen to that. People If people, if you hungies, like, also listen. If to you're that. if you're hungry, listen to that. Uh, but like I sometimes people feel the pressure to work too hard they're like I need to go lift I need to go lift I need to go exercise and you can hurt yourself be careful a tweaked ankle when you're 30 could last like a month (laughs) it could kill you instantly I don't really know (laughs) but you gotta be careful and also but on the inverse of that don't be afraid to push yourself (laughs) there is a balance you need yeah. to you need to Somebody push yourself a bit, zone. but not too hard. Okay. All of those days where you're like, eh, I'm not feeling it. You gotta push through. Gotta that push through, and comfort. it's okay. Don't feel bad if you take a day off. Yeah. That's okay. That too. But try to stay committed. Push through that wall. That's you know, it's it's good. Some people say that it takes. What is it? 21 days to form a habit or something? Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. But if it oh. helps you to believe that, <laughs> then <laughs> then stay dedicated for 21 days and suddenly it'll magically get easier or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I've been making my bed every single day for almost a year. So. Hot damn. I don't habits, make my bed ever. <laughs> habits. Habits. Habits can come. <laughs> habits can come. Habits can go. Same with rabbits. Nice. Nice. Okay. Tune in next week for another episode. Of Are We Friends the Podcast. Are we are we are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> are we are we are we I think we are. I think we're still friends. I think if I anything wait 
till you what? come down so you can hit gym hit that's the what gym i was thinking together. i'm excited jim to is currently cowering climbing. in the corner <laughs> jim is cowering in the oh oh god because yeah, we're about oh, to god. hit the gym <laughs> okay i mean that's a good workout i'm down yeah <laughs> okay goodbye everyone bye y'all see you next week Thank you.